What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Matthew Freeman Show. I realized that was actually like a Joe Rogan-style entry and definitely don't want to copy his style. Uh, just going a little bit mad, I think, sitting in this home by myself, but not really. I'm actually feeling ultimately rather calm and at peace and learning to actually have fun. I, I did a thing, and uh, I chose to not turn on the TV at all this Saturday until it was at least like six o'clock. We're sitting at four four fifty six. I was awake at eight. And in order to do so, what I what I had to do was I had to write down the things that I wanted to accomplish for the day. And so on my Saturday board, I had a list. Rewrite my Moxie Life Planner, which is uh, one of the things that I'll be doing next. Clean out under my bathroom sink. Shave. Um, report, record a podcast. Read. Train. Xbox with my son, which kind of violates the TV, but... Because I don't have my kids this weekend, and I normally do, actually jumping on and having a conversation with him and connecting in a place that he likes to be was important to me because I was more about connecting with my son, less about the actual visuals of the Xbox. And so um, that was taken care of. Listen to one of my clients' YouTube which was like an hour and nine minutes, and I wanted to really get a chance to listen to her in an interview that she did on Tough Women and kind of just see a little bit more about her, which was really, really, really good. And to do a YouTube video, which I did on running as a skill. And so far, everything is done except for my Moxie Life Planner, which is kind of next. And we're on to the podcast. So how are you guys dealing with this quarantine? What are you doing to kind of keep moving forward, making sure that you're making in- incremental gains um, in areas that maybe were a little bit outside your comfortable norm? And how do you go about your particular day to make sure that you don't get caught up, stuck in realizing that you've done or accomplished very little? which is absolutely okay, but we don't want to just get stuck in this, you know, repeating of the previous day's task. There's so much that we can do, and I think that is absolutely what part of this is about, like rewriting how we approach a day, um, causing us to disrupt our own routines and take a look at other things that you might be able to do, accomplish other ways that you can connect with individuals on a deeper level and really kind of hone in on relationships. I mean, I, I sat and talked on the phone yesterday with my mom for 45 minutes. Like we, we don't do that. We text, you know, it's very rare that I get to hear her on the line. One, because she works six to seven days a week and like just is going, going, going. And two, I don't normally like to talk on the phone because I'm going, going, going. And the last thing I want to do is talk more. But because I have not had the same level of interaction with clientele and colleagues on a given day, I found that I had the energy wherewithal 
and the desire to sit down and talk to my mom about just things. We just talked, and it was great. Anyways, guys, that's not what this podcast was about, but that is kind of what's going on in the world today. I do want to bring your attention to uh, two quick things real quick. Uh, My company, Checkpoint Nutrition, Mike and I wrote a 25-page ebook on how to eat healthy during this coronavirus outbreak. That is absolutely free to you guys, and you can find that either in my um, Instagram bio, click the link, and you can download that for absolutely free. That's at Matthew Freeman, M-A-T-H-E-W-F-R-E-E-M-A-N, Freeman, in my bio, click the link, and you can download How to Eat Healthy During the Coronavirus, absolutely free, 25 pages. We want to gift that to you. Or you can find that at Checkpoint Nutrition, link in the bio to download that absolutely free. Also, guys, my other company, Baseline, and it's at Baseline underscore training. Click the link in that bio and head on over to our website and fill out Find Your Baseline right at the top. And we will absolutely give you guys free eight-week body weight progression in-home workouts which is kind of what I'm going to be talking about today. But this is an eight-week progressive in-home body weight training program written by myself and my colleagues, along with a three-day-a-week mobility program. And we're going to do that through our True Coach platform with support all for you for free. You just got to head over to at baseline underscore training, click the link in the bio and go to find your baseline, fill out your name, email, and a few other things, and we will add you to our True Coach platform for six days a week of body weight movement and mobility, both of which you could use right about now because we are all quarantined to our homes. Both of those are absolutely free, ways that we want to support you. And I will put all of that in the description below. All right, enough of that. I just wanted to give you guys that knowledge of what we're out there doing and trying to provide absolutely free to you to help you through this time. All right, now, what do we want to talk about today? Today, my focus was going to be on home workouts, a little bit of nutrition advice, and I'm not going to go super deep into it, but I will kind of just jump out there right away and say that just because you are not in a gym environment and not following your current program with your current equipment does not mean that you don't have to have a program that makes sense. You can absolutely progress create variety, and create an opportunity for gains with homework, home workouts, and homework, but home workouts. Regardless if you have dumbbells, a kettlebell, a sandbag, some of the things I have in my house, you could absolutely, body weight only, create a program that allows you to progress as though you're with your personal trainer. And you don't necessarily need a trainer to do so. When we think about progression or progressive overload, we are looking to add volume over time. And we're adding volume over time 
either by an increased number of repetition or in an increased load, you know. So one week you might be doing three sets of six to eight push-ups, and the following week you might be doing four sets of six to eight push-ups, and then the following week you might be doing three sets of eight to ten push-ups, followed by four sets of eight to ten push-ups, or something of that nature, right? And that is a way to create a greater volume, generally through repetition. Now, how do you create load or increased weight if you're at home. One of the ways you can do that without lifting your dog, your couch, a loaded water jug, a sandbag, your dog food, or anything else that you've seen online to get creative to lift is to really just increase time under tension, right? And so you can introduce tempo to your home program. We can we can introduce isometric contraction or, like I said, a combination of varying the tempo and an isometric hold. So going back to the push-ups, let's say week one, you were doing three sets of six to eight. Well, if you simply did the same three sets of six to eight, but at a two-one-two-one tempo, which is a six-second rep, you're adding time under tension, which is kind of the body weight equivalent of adding load or progressing that movement or adding volume to create gains in your home program. So this can be done, like I said, in a multitude of ways, adding repetition or adding load via tempo training. I think tempo training is an absolute phenomenal way to really increase your awareness of a movement, your efficiency of a movement, and the effectiveness overall of the movement. Take, for instance, today, I did Turkish get-ups. Uh, it's a an exercise that I see done wrong all the time because it's done fast and it's not meant to be done fast. It's a methodical movement. There are multiple steps in the movement and you're supposed to own each position of the movement over time. And one of the ways we do that is by exercising a breath pause. When I'm, when I'm working with people, I'll make them actually take a few breaths in between each movement at each position so that they can own that position right? And um, slowing things down like that can really help you add volume and still progress at home. So guys, just because you're stuck at home and we're doing a body weight movement does not mean that this cannot become something really amazing for you. So slow, so Tempo. Another way that you can actually add like intensity or help create load while at home is shortening rest periods. So maybe not getting quite as much recovery in between. I think, you know, when you deadlift a heavy deadlift, 
in the gym. Then you take a two to three minute rest, four minute rest and recover in between sets. That's that makes sense. I think resting three minutes in between a set of six to eight push-ups is probably a little long. So shortening that rest period to 45 to 60 seconds or depending on where you're at with push-ups, 60 to, to 90 seconds is plenty, right? The other thing you could do is kind of superset exercises like a combination. So you might go, you know, uh, a squat into lunges where you're working the, the same components, right? That's another way to do it. And then the same thing that I was saying before is just because we're at home and we're doing home training does not mean that we don't have to create some kind of progression over time. So instead of adding volume or via via sets or um, reps or tempo, we might just progress the movement. We might go from a push-up to a decline push-up or an incline push-up to a regular push-up to a decline push-up to a pike push-up to a handstand push-up. So we can still create progression over time in a home workout. What I'm seeing on the internet, and it's happening quite a bit, is very random, chaotic, unstructured workouts to create a sweat and to feel as though you worked hard. And I'm not saying there is not value in that from time to time. I mean, I will partake into in something like that from time to time. But ultimately, if we are stuck in our homes for the next month, then really doing random pieces for one full month is not going to necessarily leave you feeling good at the end of the month. We're probably going to overtrain one muscle group, undertrain another muscle group, and potentially cause greater injury than benefit. So let's try to take a step back and understand that home workouts, body weight only, can still have variety, variation, right? We could vary the movement and we can still progress. And we can progress, like I said, I'll repeat it one last time, by adding additional volume via sets or reps or slowing down the repetition by adding tempo, which can add kind of essentially like adding weight over time. And we can vary the movement. So we can go from an incline push-up to a regular push-up to a decline push-up to a pike push-up to a handstand push-up. Or we can do diamond push-ups or alternating side-to-side push-ups, you know, anything of that nature. One thing that I know that's really hard to program at home if you do not have any equipment whatsoever, not even a pull-up bar, is upper body pull. So I want to kind of address that right now. Um, Upper body pulling can be very difficult. So one way that I have found to get in some upper body pulling is to get a towel and you can wrap a towel around a pull at some point, wherever you might have a pull, P-O-L-E. I've never been old. I've never been good with that. P-O-O-L and P-O-L-E. I've always gotten made fun of when I'm saying those words because I say them kind of interchangeably. 
um, and just hope the person understands in context. But anyways, you find a pole and you wrap the towel around the pole and you can do a variation of rows. So the higher you have it up, it's more. it, it can be more of a high uh, row. You can have it midway, like right in line with your chest. So it could be kind of hitting mid back with the row. You can um, kind of put it a little bit lower and, and hit, you know, your lats a little bit differently. Or you can find kind of like a, a pole or something that's horizontal and you can wrap it around and you can do inverted rows, right? Uh, feet straight out or, or legs bent. And so you can get kind of like this nice inverted rowing going on. Um, and you could also loop it over a horizontal pull that's above your head and kind of do towel pull-ups or, you know, what you can do is keep your feet on the ground and kind of utilize your feet as assistance for that kind of lat pull-down slash pull-up type of um, movement. Uh, you can also wrap it around the bar and do single arm rows or alternating single arm rows. So you can get some upper body pulling pulling, P-U-L-L-I-N-G, done with the use of a towel. So don't forget to grab the towel out and utilize that to get some upper body pulling as a variation. Now, how would I structure this? If you're at home right now, one of the things that I like people to think about when they're structuring a workout is some foundational pieces written a couple different ways, but for ease of movement here is I like to think of, you know, we want to have a push movement, push movement being kind of like a push up, uh, a chest press, a overhead press, uh, anything where you're pushing the weight away from your midline, right? So push movement would be away from your, your midline or your trunk. A pulling movement we just talked about, like the towel row, a pull up, um, anything where you're pulling your midline towards the uh, stimulus, right? And lower body, we'd be talking about a squat for push and like a deadlift for pull. You want to get some hinging. Hinging can be a kettlebell swing, a deadlift, a body weight good morning. Now, remember... We can do these with body weight only. You can do a hinge movement or a swing movement with just your body weight. You don't need to have a stimulus in your hand to practice a hinge. You can do a body weight good morning with your hands behind your head. Call it prisoner good morning. You can still do hamstring movements by basically doing an elevated glute bridge, putting your feet up on the couch and doing glute bridges and really kind of squeezing those hamstrings, which would be another kind of, you know, uh, lower body pull movement. So we can do all the movements, right, with uh, body weight only. So we got pushing movements, pulling movements, hinging movements, some kind of squatting movement, right? So we can do cyclist squats, uh, standing on like a book, which is an elevated heel, kind of isolates the quad a little bit more, kind of uh, functions kind of as like a hack squat, um, but really good for cyclists and the VMO and developing the VMO. Um, we can do a regular air squat. We can do single leg squatting, assisted single leg squatting, holding on to a wall. Um, 
we can do step ups onto the couch so we can kind of get you know any kind of squatting movement involved as well we most likely want to do some core work right so planking superman so we can hit that low back uh, we can do side plank don't forget the obliques at all body weight russian twists um, so we can get some movement in the, the transverse plane. We want to get um, some rotation involved. So push, pull, hinging, squatting, core, and then maybe and then some conditioning, which I don't have to go too deep into conditioning because everyone kind of gets that. And that's why we like the, the burpee so much because it's kind of a, it's conditioning core, it's squatting, you know, it's 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 kind of got everything going on and wants a plyometric movement when you jump at the top. So there's a lot going on, but you take a, you take that foundational piece and you go, okay, push. What am I going to do? I'm going to do a push up, pull. What am I going to do? A towel row hinging. What am I going to do? A body weight. Good morning. Squatting. What am I going to do? An air squat core. What am I going to do? Plank shoulder taps conditioning. What am I going to do? Burpee. And there you have, a base structure for a home workout and then you could progress those movements as we talked about so week one you got incline push-up week two you got regular push-ups week three you got decline push-up week four you got pike push-ups let's say on a towel row maybe you just you're varying the uh plane so you're gonna go you know mid mid chest height um row and then you're going to go a little high low row and then you're going to go above your head and kind of like a, a pull up and then you might go inverted row so that's a four-week progression there as far as hinging is concerned and the body weight good morning how you might progress that is uh body weight good morning the first I mean, you might do like a seated body weight good morning week one a standing body weight good morning week two a staggered stance body weight good morning week three and then kind of like a kettlebell swing body weight movement where it's a little more dynamic week four squatting you might go you know air squat week one cyclist squat at tempo week two you might go a single leg uh, assisted single leg squat week three and you might do a pistol week four. That's probably a little advanced of a progression, but you can also do a split squat, like stationary split squat, and then a, a rear foot elevated split squat. And then you could do a plyometric rear foot elevated split squat. So there are total ways to vary the squatting movement. And when you think about core, you might start with a basic um, plank, and then you might do uh, plank shoulder taps, and then you might do a, you know, plank punches um, or a plank pull through. And then you might do some kind of um, pike position plank shoulder tap. So you're still hitting the core, but it's, it's still in a, a more difficult position. And then conditioning, you might do a uh, sprawl, which is basically a no push-up burpee, you know. And then you can do... A burpee with a push-up, no jump at the top. And then you could do a burpee with two push-ups at the bottom, no jump at the top. And then you could do a burpee with a push-up at the bottom and a jump at the top, you know. So there, Or a burpee with a, a jump to a plate. So when you think about this variation, right, to go back to it, home workouts can be progressive over time. You can pro 
create the progression and still make gains and you can create variation and you can do all of this by a variety of ways by increasing sets increasing reps uh, utilizing tempo training and progressing the movements as we talked about using a basic format of push pull hinging squatting core and conditioning there are a few other ways to ride that if that's too much to think about and I were to swipe that away, one thing J.C. Santana taught us a long, long, long ago when I first started training is you want to make sure that you have some locomotion, which is kind of a running movement or for CrossFit would call that like, you know, monostructural. But that's where um, locomotion is. And when you think of locomotion, think of walking. You want to have some kind of push-pull, which we talked about. You want to have some kind of level change which is the kind of the same as the hinging and squatting because you're talking about from standing to squatting. That's That would be considered level change. And then you want to have some kind of rotation and or anti-rotation. So, you know, when you think about plank shoulder taps, you're looking at anti-rotation. When you think of Russian twist, you're thinking about some kind of rotation. And what that does is that allows us to train in all um, planes. We got transverse plane, sagittal plane, and frontal plane, which you guys don't really have to know. But like I said, this is just a way to think about training as a whole and making sure that you're still progressing movements over time while you're at home. Now, I've already gone 25 minutes, guys, because I get really excited about this stuff, and I didn't want to keep you guys for a really, really long time on this particular episode. But really quickly, want to talk about nutrition. As far as nutrition goes, you actually have a phenomenal opportunity to create some really, really, really good habits. And I will shamelessly kind of plug, if you go to that site and download how to eat healthy during the coronavirus, Mike and I have put together shopping lists sample menus, and some tips on how to really simplify simplify your plate plan during this time. Um, and it really makes it kind of really easy to follow. But what I would say is you want to make sure you're eating, um, pro, make sure you're getting enough protein in. What does that mean? For females, I would say three to four palmfuls, the size of your palm, which is about four ounces of protein, at least three to four a day. I know your activity is down, so uh, I'm not going to be biased and say animal protein. That's what I pretend to like. But if you're vegan, just acceptable sources of protein for your dietary preference. Three to four palms full a day. If you're a male, then that's going to be up, upwards towards five to eight, depending on your activity level. And hydrate 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 one of the things with the coronavirus is sipping water all day long so the water gets it out of our mouth pushes it down to the stomach and the bile in the stomach can kill the virus so absolutely making sure that we stay hydrated will help you during this time as well as normal sleep sleeping eight hours is going to be essential but back to the nutrition Simplify, simplify, simplify. Protein-dense foods, three to four palms a day for females, six to eight or five to eight for males. Loading up on your vegetables, okay? 
Um, if you take a vegetable supplement like myself, that's not enough to do it, but adding other vegetables in is going to help keep you satiated and keep you from grazing and or snacking on things that maybe aren't going to help your waistline during a time of high stress and increased cortisol, right? And uh, making sure you have some essential fats and some essential carbohydrates, but not overdoing it. And most importantly, I think it's good to make sure that you're still trying to stick to meals versus like emotional snacking throughout the day. It's easy to graze. We're in our house. It's easy to wander in the kitchen. It's easy to grab something. So one thing that I've been doing is I'm still eating on the clock as I always do at the meal times that I usually eat to the best of my ability. And when that doesn't happen, do not be a like beat yourself up or feel bad let's just look to plan to be better the next day so summarizing nutritional advice right now simplify 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 protein dense meals stay super hydrated load up on the veggies minimize the carbohydrates unless you're being active and uh, include healthy fats and you should be absolutely feeling good at the end of this Eat intuitively unless your intuition is totally knocked out of place. Guys, thank you for listening to The Matthew Freeman Show. It's it's because of people like you that I get to do what I do. I have experienced such amazing, amazing compassion during this time thus far. So I feel very blessed. And uh, it's amazing who you find out is on your team during the tough times. I've uh, felt this immense sense of gratitude that people wanted to make sure that I was okay during this time. And I think in return, it is because as a coach, I really do work hard to make sure my clients understand that I really care about their overall health and well-being. The training is just the training, but ultimately, I, I really care about their whole being, uh, mental, physical, emotional space. And so I want to be there for them. And I realize in return, they have really been there for me during this time. So I just want to say I have an immense level of gratitude for each and every one of you that one has shown themselves during this time and, and ones that I don't know yet that have shown themselves during this time. I just am so appreciative of who you are and this podcast is one of the ways that I feel like I can give back and lastly I will say this again don't be bashful don't be shy get the free support at checkpoint nutrition on Instagram at Matthew Freeman on Instagram m-a-t-h-e-w-f-r-e-e-m-a-n in the bio click the link Put your name and email in and get for free the 25-page ebook that Mike and I put together on how to eat healthy during the coronavirus. Do me a huge, huge, huge favor if you like this show. Jump over to iTunes and give me a five-star review and tell others about it. If you can share the Matthew Freeman Show, I can get my voice out there to more people, not because I want my word to be heard, but because I want the word to be heard. Um, so the reality is there are very, there are a lot of, there's a lot of information out there 
and there are a lot of good sources of information out there. And ultimately, the idea is to have people to hear good sources of information, to raise questions, to get going in the direction of a healthier, better self. Lastly, at baseline underscore training on Instagram, you click the link in the bio, go to our website, click on find your baseline, and you can get some free coaching and support during the coronavirus with at-home bodyweight programs, as we talked about today, and mobility. Guys, thank you all again for listening. Take a screenshot of what you're watching. Throw it in your story. Make sure you tag me because if you don't tag me, I can't share it as well. And I don't know that you shared it. And I want to be able to reach out and thank you for your sharing. And until next time, start simply and simply start.